podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What's happening everyone, welcome back to another Copyright Podcast. Um, yeah, just have a little chat about yesterday's game against Hertha Berlin. The big dogs coming back, Van Dijk and Gomez, and also the more recent news, which was about what thirty-two minutes ago, where Trent has signed a new long-term deal um, till twenty twenty-five. I'm Mick Moran, joined by Jay Pearson or Jimmy Cully, whatever. What, what we've just been saying, he might change that, which might be. Um, I need to change yeah, it. Can't, we can't. We it. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. Honestly, people will be like, "Who's this Jimmy Cully guy?" It's Jay Pearson. That's who it is. Oh, it's that prick who said he didn't know who Thiago was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate, yeah, nice to have you on again, Jay, lad. How are you, how are you doing, Thanks, mate. Yeah, good, mate, good. Excited about that news about Trent, so yeah, it's really, really good, mate. So, again, sorry I've not been not been with my partner in crime on the uh, on the shows, pal, but you've been doing a boss job anyway, uh, but I've got me head knee-deep in them, uh, them three projects, mate, so yeah, I apologise for not being uh, on the shows with you. No, every time I mention it, I'm like, I want to just, I want to tell everyone who, who they all are. I was like, I can't, come on, I can't mix up. Don't ruin, don't ruin Jay because Jay's moment because he'll fucking kill you. Hey, you can ruin me anytime you want, sunshine. <laughs> anyway, before we've that's already happened. We've been there, done that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so new, so Trent. Trent, yeah, Trent. Well, let's have a, Yuki's in the comments. Morning, Yuki, how are you doing? I don't know what time it is there. Probably, God knows what time. Uh, about half seven, eight o'clock, half seven, half eight. Is it fucking hell? But uh, yeah, Trent, um, another f- uh, four year, four year deal extension. That's that's boss, isn't it? That's just, I mean, when you people are like putting tweets online saying like a little writing emoji, you're like, is it going to be a new sign? And it's like, it's not, it's going to be a contract extension. And it's like, obviously, we knew that these, these players are they're going to start getting rattled off, aren't they? Like Van Dyke yeah. and Allison and Fab and Trent and uh, hopefully Hendo as well. But to get Trent knuckled down, for, uh, settled down for another four years, that's just boss news, isn't it, for, for everyone? Yeah, absolutely, mate. I, this was one contract extension we were never, ever worried about, was we? We always knew Trent was going to re-sign, regardless of what people wanted to pick out of his little Rio Ferdinand interview. Uh, the other month when Rio was trying to pick his brains to try and get him to go somewhere else like fuck off Rio it's never going to happen um, so yeah it was, it was really really good news mate I think it's good for the, the start of the season for him to get and he, he deserves it doesn't he you know he made his debut in 2016 I believe uh, come on leaps and bounds uh, just shot right to the top of being arguably the best right back in the world so made the position his own made it a completely different position to what it normally is um, you know, he, he can play in a number of different positions, which I'm sure we'll see as his career grows. But yeah, a great start to the um, the season by tying Trent down. Yeah, I think it's, like we said, just getting all these players tied down for a longer period of time is just, it just goes, just puts a more positive spin on what, what we're doing at the moment and getting these, like obviously the scouts came through the, came through the ranks and we don't, Want him to leave like like certain other players haven't have in the past, and obviously this season is a, like a, a, quite a big one for us to kind of see where where we're at after after last year, and and like obviously we're going to touch on Hertha Berlin in a bit, but players coming back in, and hopefully that they can um, yeah just look, look as good as as they were um, in, in previous seasons. So um, we've got let's have a look. Who we've got in the comments here. We've got Chris saying good evening, fellas. We've got Dan as usual. Nice to see always, you again, Chris. Always there. Hello, Dan. Good times ahead for the boys in red. We've got 
Doug, uh, Hi, Doug. Nice, nice to see rival fans making compilations of Andyke slipping and being turned inside out by Jovetic. We're fucking massive. Says so these back 20 minutes, people are sad. You could just cut, correct us saying it's half nine. Um, yeah, David didn't uh, with how do lads, but yeah, um, it's, uh, let's have a little chat about. Oh, we've got moving unit as well. Adam me on. Um, put my Xbox on for the first time in about must have been six months. It's like the dustiest pad ever. Turned it on. I was like, I, the layouts change and everything. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? But uh, yeah, I had a little go with Team Raid. I had a little go with GTA. Might have a little go with Crash Bandicoot in a bit. You know what I mean? Just crack all the games out and see what happens. But uh, last night, um, lost 4-3 to Hertha Berlin. But it obviously, people were... We're losing the shit a little bit, weren't they? Like you expect, there's always a certain section that I think they just do it for effect. It's obviously you, it's 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 a it's a learning curve and it's a it's a training period. Hertha Berlin are probably I think two weeks ahead of us in terms of fitness, and they were bound to be sharper. And to be honest, yeah. like they, they did look good, but the, that 20 minutes of the second half, we were absolutely battering them. We could we should have and could have scored a couple, couldn't we? In that in that first in that first part of the second half. Yeah, it was nice to see us score three goals. I'll be honest. I, you know, it was that was you know it was always a, a bit of a struggle, wasn't it, in the last season of, of, of just getting goals and trying to get into that rhythm of, of scoring more than one goal or being desperate to get another one. So it was it was nice to see that. To be fair, I, I did enjoy that part of it. But again, mate, it's just a run out. You know, you, you you can't really fret yourself over a result and stuff like that. I think you know the timing wise with with the way the transfer stuff's going on at the minute, plus it was getting beat. It's, it just fuels people's agendas, which you know it's 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 a nice it's always a word that I like to use because it is it is true, mate. When we won the league, we got battered by Napoli and people kicked off, um, didn't we? We got battered by Napoli in, in a friendly and people kicked off about it. So, yeah. mate, don't give a shit. We got, we got to see some some faces that we've not seen for a long time. So it was uh, it's a nice run out. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've got we've got Colin there saying, hey, uh, even in gents, we've got eighteen ninety two red pods. Uh, and I, I was going to bring this up anyway, but Chris has already preempted me. Um, the young Gordon fellow looks a right player. Cade Gordon obviously came on for for Mo, didn't he? Towards the end, mm. and it's fucking mad that he's only sixteen because he just looks like he knows where to be, like in the box. Like I think Robber whipped across in, and he kind of like left his marker for dead and got his head on it, and 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 was a good chance for him. But he just looks like a really good player already, doesn't he? And it's like it's that's one that. A project type player where 16 years old, he's got so much footy ahead of him, and he's at a club like Liverpool and a manager under Jurgen Klopp. Where I mean, you don't want to put too much pressure on him too soon because I think people do that even with Harvey Elliott and maybe Curtis Jones, and even like two, two, uh, two or three years older players like mm-hmm. those two. But he's one that we can definitely um, look out for, isn't he, in, in the future? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not even going to sit here and pretend that I know anything about him because that was the first time I saw him. So I'm not even going to pretend that I've got the, the the fucking down low on him. Not a fucking clue. But without heaping too much pressure on him, um, good luck to him. That's all I'm going to say because the last thing I want to do is talk about him like he's another pre-season wonder kid like Suso or Christian Nemeth. You know, people like that where you're, just, where you're so excited by them you think they're the next big thing and then they don't turn out to be and... But you know, um, good luck to him because he, he looked he, go, he did look good last night. So fair play, um, and again, you know, seeing the influence uh, of Harvey Elliott of what he's done uh, at such a young age as well, I think that's only he's in the right environment to do that as well. So and Curtis Jones as well. So you know, good luck to him, and hopefully uh, we, we do see that uh, that name on the back of the shirts of the first team and uh, a regular place. 
Yeah, and I mean, you've just touched on Javier there, which I, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up. Like, I, I just thought he's, I don't know if it's quite pointed that he started the game, but then you looked at Minamino also started the game ahead of Ox, and I would definitely put have Ox as as the false down ahead of Minamino at the moment. But Javier has started quite a lot of games in that midfield role lately, and I think he has looked really good, hasn't he? I think, especially if we need like a bit more creativity from midfield, which is what we've been crying out for for a long time we have been quite reliant on those fullbacks and obviously since we brought Thiago in that creativity is there a little bit more but I think yeah. Javier Elliott on the right side of the three who does work hard not not got the blistering pace that you need maybe for a for a wide area where the Mane's and the Salas are but in that in midfield role or maybe as a 10 or whatever he's got that eye for the pass hasn't he and he's only going to get better the more that he plays with this squad yeah, and it's a telling sign, isn't it, how Javier is going to be used this season when you are giving him more minutes because the whole reason for pre-season games is to figure out your formation, figure out your players and get, get them fit and ready. Um, and it looks like Carvielli is going to play a much, much bigger role than he did the season before last, before he went on loan. So it's good, it's exciting. He looked great again in, in, in the minutes that he has got in these uh, in these odd little games. So it's just that dead exciting. I think people can look at the Harvey Elliott situation last season when everyone was like, we need to get him back out from his loan at Blackburn. We, we, we need the help and all that sort of stuff. No, he needs to be kept away from that environment as much as possible because it was fucking toxic last season and that, and it was just, it was so depressing and he needs to be kept away from that. So, but coming in now with the squad, the way it is now, you know, it's really exciting. Yeah, and, and Chris has just said there, like, Martin, you're seeing Jones in the underage games and Dan's also said, uh, it reminds me of David Silver. Should definitely stay around the first team. That's a that's a massive compliment for for Harvey. You can, you can see it, can't you? You can see, like, I mean, it's. I don't know. If it's unfair to draw parallels to those type of players who are fucking so good. The likes of I think Mahatia in um, in the studio on LFC TV said something about Javi and and Lincoln and kind of liking them to to him as well. Which is, I mean, it's good to have those players that you can kind of see slightly that they've got similar attributes but I mean if he's fucking half as good as David Silva we've got an absolute gem on our hands haven't we because he is literally he's absolutely quality and I'm hoping that he does stick around this um, he will yeah he will he made too much of a fucking impact at Blackburn last last year mate for us to for us to go fucking hell yeah he stays and I think this is the thing about the, the depth of the midfield and stuff and I I do think we need another midfielder. I'm not even fucking going to go there with that. But I think adding him to, to the ranks and giving him that platform, the same way Jones took the platform and just grabbed it with both hands, um, I think he, st- he definitely sticks around, especially with Wilson going as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. And I, I'm especially if, um, like, speaking to Paul Gorse, like, it looks like um, Shakir is going to be the next, like, out, out the door as well. So that, like type of like midfielder like number 10 or whatever like le- right side of a three position that Shaq maybe usually took then Harvey Elliott definitely takes that over him because I think he's got even maybe I don't know if he's got more quality but I think he's got more fire in the belly and definitely more more impetus to like improve and and, and to show that he needs to stick around because he's like he's, he's, a, he's a red as well he's got that in, in his blood so he wants to fight for the cause and so that's um that's going to be good to good to see as well this season. But um, yeah, moving units just putting the comments there. Good to see you already on your way to two K subs. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's. I mean, we've hit one K and then we've we had a bit of a flurry to be fair, which is always good. And I think um with the little project that projects that Jay's doing, hopefully that'll um boost that a little bit more. I've got a few 
videos coming up um next month hopefully sometime which will um hopefully help that as well so now it's that i mean we don't really we don't really pay too much attention to that we just want to like we, we just enjoy doing this don't we jay we just want to put out good content that people stories that people may not know or getting it yeah like, maybe we'll like, talk about we'll talk about that at the end we'll talk about that at the end got, okay, like, cool. we'll, we'll, okay. we'll do a reveal of that later Okay. Um, but yeah, do what eighteen ninety two as you said with the news of Trent. Do you expect another contract to be the next big of big big news, or do you think it'll be a major signing? Uh, he loves the signing him. I tell you, he loves it. Uh, good question, though, Mick. I'm going to give you that one. Um, I honestly think it'll be another another contract to be the next bit, bit bigger news. To be honest, it'll probably be like i'm hoping it'll be hendo that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping it will be hendo at some point but it probably will be the likes of maybe an allison or a fabinho but getting those people these people signed to, con- to contracts i mean it's probably the biggest fucking cliche in the world but it is as good as signing someone because you're keeping these players on on the books for a little bit longer and even if maybe we touch would fucking fall off the edge of a cliff hopefully we fucking don't obviously <laughs> like we've at least we've got these people tied down to, to long contracts and, and whatever else but um yeah i mean kieran's just jumped in the chat there which wait wait, wait, wait. Don't, go, don't go don't go into, don't go don't do it to yet don't go into it yet we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there and, and I'm, I'm giving it to you um chris kelly uh as always chris many thanks for coming back into chat mate we love you being here uh, could jones be back up to manny on the left you mentioned no great pace, but against deep line teams, there's, there's no space to. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, I think Jones could be back up, but I, I like the backup. Uh, Jones could play anywhere along across the midfield as well. Um, it could, you know, in terms of like when you swap the positions, if you needed your, your DM to go one side, if you need to go to the other. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what Jones adds this season. David Rowland has put. Nobody mentioned the Pogba rumours. No, because it's a lot of fucking bollocks, just like you called it out on Twitter, Dave. So absolutely, that was just fucking hilarious. That I reckon that was horse piss. I really, I really do. I, I absolutely don't think his agent went anywhere near Liverpool. Um, just have a look at these now. Anyway, yeah, Pogba is way too overrated. I completely agree with that. Absolutely agree. Uh, Dan's put wouldn't be surprised if Alisson and Fabinho new deals yeah. are announced at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah I, I completely agree with that as well. I think again, just to echo what you said, getting those, getting those uh, over the line would be would be a really really good bit of business as well as getting in a couple of new faces as well. Um, uh, Chris Kelly put, have you hit the one K views on Paddy Berger video roller number two? No, mate, I'm not. I'm very close to it though. I'm excited to get the Paddy Berger. Uh, over a thousand views uh, and yeah once it is announced mate i will announce uh, your episode two is the focus of uh, so just for context now guys we're going to speak to kieran uh he's put sorry i'm late gents have i missed the amazing cater chat no you haven't mate um so uh mick i'm gonna let you just uh put the context around this 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 comment go on yeah uh, no i think it was just we when i put the tweet up it was about cater's sharpness and um, I think in the original thumb, I think you also put that as well. Like obviously he is he is looking sharp. That is that's factually true. But it's the none of us are getting too excited. Like don't don't get it twisted. Like fucking hell. There's no way I am believing for one minute that this is sustainable because I've thought that for every other year. I'm just like, I'm, every preseason I'm he does it. Exactly. It's always preseason he fucking turns up and it's like Paddy Vieira on crack and then like 
on speed, I should say, not crack, because that'll just be uh, probably get snapped into, wouldn't he? But um, <laughs> he looks quality, and he does, and and he's he is a fucking very good footballer. But too many false dawns, like once yeah. bitten twice shy. You can't you can't believe it. You can't because it's the same with Ox. Like Ox looks sharp as well, but it's the same thing where. You're waiting for the next breakdown. You're waiting for the AA to come and fucking pick him up and take him to the AXA. Do you know what I mean? So we want these players to stick around. I do anyway, both of them. And I want them to stay fit. But will they stay fit is a fucking whole different question, isn't it? And I think I'm hoping that that's not the Liverpool philosophy for this summer, that they're going, right, we've got Katie, we've got Ox. Do we nearly need someone else? Because give it <laughs> however how long and then we we might even be two down and it's like well you can't then come crying back going oh we should have done some uh, some business in the summer to kind of make sure that this didn't happen so i mean i, I seen neil neil jones on the red many the day and he's even he's done like an opinion piece on like goal and saying like that he can't believe that we aren't signing players i mean we've got what 15 days till um norwich so we we do Klopp does like to get his business done early, so it's it is surprising to me, and I think it's surprising to most Liverpool fans that we haven't went and done some more business after obviously San Canate early doors that was boss box that off. But it's it is a surprise that we haven't went in and got some more, isn't it, Jay? The fact that we were linked with so many players and obviously silly season transfer oh. season, but there's just yeah, there's a lot of names out there. But it's I understand they're trying to figure out who's going to be the best fit, but I thought maybe they would have sorted that out by now don't you well i would but again it doesn't surprise me that it, it, it goes on this long i mean you know with uh, tiago and uh uh jota they were late in the window uh, after the, the same deja vu talk again every fucking week there was a different player linked all the time just on the nabby cater stuff as well uh calls just put in uh, nabby's our two minute bottle unfortunately it's, it's <laughs> over far too quick it's fucking too especially right if it is he's drinking it fucking hell. especially if Vinny's drinking it fucking too right mate it is um but no it is mate and and nabby cater is always a false storm it's it, you know it's 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 the worst tease ever do you know what i mean it, it's disgusting how bad the tease is because he he plays like he did yesterday all right it's against hertha Berlin, but he had some good moments and you think right that's the nabby that's we want, but we just we never get him. We never get him. He, he started well 18, 19, and then he dropped off and then just had this in him. Do you know what I mean? So I, I hold no hopes for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he was sold and I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed. But as long as we bring in another body, so that comes around to your second part of your question, mate. I, I will get in a tiz about transfers once that window closes. That's when I'll start getting pissed off and I'll get start getting upset if we don't bring anybody in. I just don't. I'm 35 years of age. I can't be bothered stressing myself out out with it. If I was 17, 18, 19, and we had you know more goss- gossip columns back then, and you, your mobile phone wasn't on fucking whack, um, which <laughs> me- which which means something, something different else today. Now. It oh, means something different today. But whack back in my day was your fucking internet, whereas it means something completely different today. Um, where you could just get your rumors like that. Do you know what I mean? So I'll bring back those days for me. So I'll get me. Myself and it is after August once once we've we've uh, once the window closed. But I, but my opinion on it, yes, mate. We need bodies. We need an extra midfielder and an extra striker or forward person. Yeah, I think it's just like I know people. There's been a few like more common sense tweets uh, on on Twitter. I've seen. I can't remember who from, but someone said like um, judge a transfer window when it's over, which obviously is 
good advice though like don't judge it before like, when it's halfway through and we've still got loads of time left because i don't actually know when it ends but do you know when end of ends, august right? end what? of august is it all right sounds so we've still got another month that's, we, to... that's what i'm saying but i will be pissed off i'll be fucking fuming if we don't bring in extra bodies i really will i understand the quota about we got to get rid of some foreign players first and i understand all that you know and i think that's probably what's got to work done first but i, I it, it wouldn't surprise me if we get rid of a few more players now get rid of some of them foreigners like like, like Shakiri and stuff like that and then within a week or, or or 10 days we've then got another signing because it wouldn't surprise if those deals are being done right now and the timing wise so it wouldn't surprise if that happens but we've got to get rid of some first before we bring someone in not just from a, a quote perspective but from a money perspective as well because we've not got deep pockets yeah I mean that's what I mean it might be a case of I mean speaking to Paul Gorse yesterday was it yesterday or the day before? I can't remember. He said like the shock deal will be done over the next week or two. Mm. So hopefully, if it is the next week, then they'll just maybe they're just waiting for that to tick over, yeah. and then they'll just go bang. Here you go. Is it is a sign and that that we've been we've got pretty much wrapped up, but we can't mm-hmm. announce it yet, obviously, until it's done. But um, where's that comment that um, called up before? He's saying something like his nab. You mind you? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Is Nabby's mix new favourite? Absolutely not. No one can take Thiago's crown from him. He's going to remain after a long, a long, long time. And then um, Yash has also put a comment in here about uh, Simicast. What did you make of his um, performance, Jay? Yeah, I enjoyed it, mate. I did. I enjoyed it. That's all I've got to say about that. Because I don't want to go... I don't want to get too priest. The only thing I know about Simicast is, oh, Costas fucking hell. That's it. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not getting too heads up over it. Let's just see. But I, I said this uh, a few weeks ago when you sort of do your season rate and stuff. I can't judge Simicast at all because I've not seen him play. You know, he's had, he's had a handful of minutes last season and Robbo was that good and we needed him that much because we were so fucking detrimental in defence. We needed Robbo and he, he overplays. He played way too many games and he needed to, Robbo. But unfortunately, we got to that situation where we couldn't use Simicast because he didn't have, he was not at, at that level. But yeah, let's just see how he keeps going. If he can push Robbo, and then Robbo can get a break where we can play, you know, a, not a so-called lesser side or a League Cup game, an FA Cup game, that can give Robbo a break. That's what Simicast needs to do. So, yeah, I think I mean my opinion on it. I think he did look good yesterday. I think he, he was always on the front foot. He was he, he was he's obviously trying to mirror what Robbo does, like always trying to intercept early, push on. Um, I think he got an assist in the end, didn't he? Because he, he robbed yeah. someone and then made a run on and got got the ball back and whipped it in for Marnie to score. So stuff like that. If he continues that, obviously, like you said, you can't. It's hard to take credence in a friendly in it because it's it's yeah. just one of those things where you don't want to fucking like with the Naby Keita thing. You don't want to build them up too much and then to ultimately be disappointed again because he also. I mean, obviously, he had COVID and stuff, but he was injured quite a bit as well last year, so we can't. Once we get him in the Premier League and whatever, or the the cups, the Champions League, and and he starts performing on a regular basis, then we can start going right. This this Costas is a good fella, and he's he's a good player. Yeah. Obviously, he's a good player. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been signed. And he's shown in glimpses that he's got the quality, but he needs to do it in um, when it matters and when and and to show that he's reliable and whatever else before we can uh, judge properly. But it's probably a boring ass answer, but I don't care. That's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's just put a comment in here. Uh, Ox and Naby have had very different injury issues. Ox has had a couple of big injuries, and Naby picks up a few nails through a season that disrupts his rhythm. Our new head of recovery should help them. Yeah, I mean that that is like a good point. To be fair, like if that 
because they both do look good, but they always look good in preseason. What like we've just said before, so we're just hoping that this. <laughs> just hoping that. I mean, I put a tweet up like I'm on the Nabby hype train, and it's just like a picture of Harry Potter like waving like this, like he was about to meet his death or something. And that's what we're. I mean, that's just the positive positivity in me that wants to be a bit more like optimistic about about this. And 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 if if I'm ultimately. It doesn't happen, and he gets injured again. Then it's like, well, I knew it was going to happen anyway. But I just want to be excited for him, hoping and praying that he stays fit. Because when he's when he's fit, like he's proven, he's he's a pressing monster, and he he, he gets in about people. He makes makes challenges, and you can set attacks, and he, he can just he can yeah. he, he's quality when he's on it. But it's yeah, it's getting him on the field, which is a fucking absolute nightmare. But uh, yeah, yeah I'm not it. I'm not going to get excited by either of them coming on the pitch and really not i don't think the trying to play the ox in the false nine is going to work it's not where he wants to play um he, he moved from arsenal because he was play getting played out of position and he wants to play where he was playing in, in midfield in, in, the, in the middle and um, he was doing that in 17 18 before he got his, his injury un, un, unfortunately and um, but it's just the squad's moved on now and I'd, again i'd like i would keep ox around i really would just for, for the reason that you just said but you know, I'm not going to get into a tiss about him being in the squad and not doing anything because I don't expect him to do anything when he comes on the pitch anyway. And that sounds really, really harsh and I hope he proves me wrong. But again, too many false dawns and getting really excited about him and Nabby and yeah, just let's just try and move on a little bit. <laughs> Dan's just flying in with these comments here. Do we currently need any new signings? We don't have the squad space to guarantee minutes unless we sell Keita Minamino and the Rigi and maybe loan out earlier. Yeah, well, that's it. We've got to get rid of some before we bring anybody else in. Exactly. We have to do that, and I, yeah. I, I get what he's saying about the midfield thing because we have got you know an abundance of, of midfield. But again, what we've just said there is, Cater Ox tend to just keep getting injured. So, you, like you said, mate, we've lost two, we've lost three in Gini Wijnaldum who plays fifty odd games a season. Minamino, we don't know what he's capable of. We don't know what he's doing. So, re- realistically, there's four out of what we've got that I just, are they realistically going to give you anything? We're losing Shaq as well, so there's five. So I would say that another midfielder of, of good quality needs to come in as long as we don't loan out Harvey Elliott. Obviously, Jones isn't going to go anywhere, but looking at that already on paper, uh, which I hate that phrase, you've lost five players already, haven't you? Yeah, and I think like Curtis Jones played a lot of games last year, but I think that was also because we were very thin on the ground and then Hendo and Fabian. Yeah. Genie with filling in whatever else and sending Which could be a blessing in disguise for Jones, though, right? That could be a blessing in disguise for him, experience wise. Definitely, definitely, because that's only going to stand him in better stead for, for this season. I don't, I understand it's not as sexy as it, like, oh, we can give Jones more games, we can bring Harvey Elliott back from, from his loan and, and, and give him more game time. It's not as, um, it's not as sexy as signing, signing a midfielder that oh, fucking hundreds we've been linked to, like Basuma or No House or Renato Sanchez. You could, you could fucking, Take you all day to to reel them all off, but it's yeah, it's it's trying to find that fine balance with, like I said, if we do get rid of a shack and we don't know what's going to happen with a Rigi, there's Minamino who obviously started yesterday and I think looked okay, scored a good goal, but is he is he going to stick around? Is he? I don't know. What 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 are your thoughts on on Minamino? I don't know, but you started talking about him, I started sneezing, so maybe I just don't want to talk about him. <laughs> Maybe I'm just allergic to these types of players that just don't play football for us and are in and out of the squad. <laughs> Maybe I've just had enough talking about midfielders. Uh, the Minamino stuff, mate, again, you, you can't make your mind up really, can you? Because there was 
play Minamino, play him against Crystal Palace, and he played, and he played really well, and we didn't see him, and then he goes to Southampton, has a good couple of games, and again, you don't really hear from him, and I don't know. I, I reckon if a suitable offer came in for him, they'd probably say yes to it, I really do. I really do, but it will cost, it will cost a lot because of his contract. Yeah, I agree. I think even if we we do make money on him, which we, we I imagine we will, we or at, least, yeah, we at least make the money back, do you know what I mean? It was... We would. Seven million. That's what I mean. It was a low risk, wasn't it? Like when we signed him, it was like, you look good. That price is amazing for what he could be. If it doesn't work out, at least you're not going forked out 40 million on this kid and he's done fuck all. Seven million. Navigator, Minamino, weigh it up. You know what I mean? It's the same same conversation, albeit, all right, Minamino, it's not a case he's been injured. He's just not been getting the game. So we're, we're not seeing something that. Klopp and Pep Linders are seeing, you know what I mean? So there's, it's a different circumstance, but, you know, top line, it is it is, it is the same. So, yeah, I, it's one of them. But I think um, what Cole's put in the in, in here, mate, I think that the bigger, bigger focus at the minute is a number nine. Uh, and Cole, yeah, Cole has said that a lot of his life. I've never heard him say that. <laughs> Not once. I dispute no. that. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's a really good point, mate. Is that that's the thing that we need? Jota came in, and if he wasn't get, if he didn't get injured, he'd have scored loads more goals, and we would be really like, yeah, that's the that's a really good backup or a really good starter to put pressure on the forward three. But I think after the last season, I think Bobby needs that sort of someone chewing on his ankles of like, I'm yeah. going to have your position, and I. Th- I like the way Bobby plays football, I do, because he does a lot of the dirty work and he's he's a number nine that is very unique in the world of football where other number nines are just poachers and goal scorers and stuff like that. He does a completely different job that puts Salah and Mane naming lights, doesn't it? That's 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 been his role for a long time. There's only really 17-18 where Bobby scored a ha- you know more goals and that was his, his biggest return, wasn't it, in terms of goals and assists. We need that Bobby back, but he's, again, his game's moved on now. He's, he's a lot older now. I do think we need that striker we need that i'm not you know i'm not saying that we're going to get fucking erling Haaland, but that type of fucking footballer we will play in that position and up front like that as fernando torres a robbie fowler that's the thing we're missing right now yeah i mean i'd fucking love someone like that i just yeah trying to figure out who i mean there's been a few players that have, have gone elsewhere and whatever else that we, I don't know if we actually like, what the fell that what signed for Leicester, apparently we were interested in him, but where we actually, God knows, maybe we were slightly, fucking God, I'm not a clue, but there's a few players that we could have got maybe like, obviously a, um, a Marlon, that's obviously, he signed for, um, he signed for Dortmund, hasn't he? And I think he, he showed in the, in the Euros that he's obviously a good player and he's got those workhorse. That was a good move so. for him. That was a yeah. good move for him, mate. People really fucking kicked off at the club for not, you know, landing that deal. But at the end, how in for him were we? We don't know. And at the end of the day, he would have cost how much? I can't even remember how much he cost. Someone in the comments tell me how much Marlon cost. I don't know. Unless you know, Mick. I haven't got a clue. Right, <laughs> there we go. So and that was a good move for him because he's used that as a stepping stone. Do you know what I mean? He's using Dortmund to elevate his career from it into a different league to go one step further. If he comes to the Premier League, if he comes to Liverpool, not a pressure that would have been on that young lad's shoulder straight away. And if he didn't do it, you can your career can go backwards. I think he's been advised really well. So there you go, Chris, nice one, mate. Thirty million quid. It's a lot of money that to shell out. Yeah. And if it didn't work out, we'd have looked fucking stupid. Um do you know what I mean? And I, and I worry with, with, with transfers like that and when people have their opinions like, oh, we fucking let him go. 
You know what I mean? It, it, again, I go, I go back to when we're linked with the player, everybody wants it. The Renato Sanchez thing, loads of people wanted him. I was like, sign, sign him, sign him, sign him, sign him. It's gone quiet now, but no, people are not still mentioning Sanchez's name. That's gone now. It's finished. They've moved on. They want Saul now. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. all about who it is at the time, whoever's linked. We need that player. But people are screaming for Sanchez now, are they? I'm not seeing any of that on Twitter. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen it for a while, but then, yeah, I think the last couple there of There we weeks, go. Yeah, it's been kind of like the same repeat, whereas the few weeks previously, it was like another na- another name, another name, another name. Then you're there like, we need to get him, we need to get him for two days, then it'd be someone else. And it's like, it's just standard Twitter. And I understand the clamour because, I, like we said, we do need players and we do need bodies in the squad. So let's yeah. just hope that it, it is Take- a case of when someone leaves, we do get them in. Will you take this one? Uh, Dan's obviously going off from what we're saying about the, the number nine situation. A fixed last static number nine doesn't fit um, the way uh, we ideally like to play. It needs to have flexibility across the front line and a good link-up play, not just a goal scorer. Difficult to find. Yeah, I think that's why Jota's one of those players, isn't he, where he can play in the middle. He, he can play uh, left or right. Um, so I think it's, it's one of them, isn't it, mate? But I, I do think we'd either need someone... I mean, do you think we're better off having that Fix number nine, or again, someone who can play across the front three. Um, I'd be surprised if Klopp goes for a fixed player because obviously, like like Dan said, it doesn't it doesn't fit the, the way we play. Klopp does like to get those players that can fit either of a three. Uh, so, I mean, Jota was a perfect example. I mean, obviously, we've been linked with Jared Bowen as well. I don't know how much how much weight was in that. Obviously, James Pierce said that he was added to he was in in the short list. So. But then you don't know how fucking long the shortlist is. Was the shortlist 40 players? And he was like number 38. Who, who the fuck knows? He could have been any, couldn't he? So, um, yeah, it's... Dan's got a good point. Yeah, Dan has got a good point there because I would I would rather have a player that could fill all three of the holes, but um, if, um, you know, if it doesn't, you know, if we, if we need whoever, but I, I, I do think Cole's right in terms of like that old school sort of number nine, you're, you're buying yeah. him for the goals, like, like Torres was, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, like Chris said, they just need a tap. Someone's going to get you a goal when it's nil nil. You know, someone who can either come on or start the game is like, I'm going to get you a goal. Like you might sometimes. There's always been times where you go, right, we might lose this game, but he's going to get us a goal. Do you know what I mean? That type of. Yeah, I, the only thing is, do you, do you compromise the way you play if you do that? Like you know, if you get someone who's not as much of a workhorse as Bobby. I'm, I mean, maybe the compromise is the wrong word, but do you? Do you make yourself a little bit weaker for for not having maybe more of a workhorse person in that position to allow the Bobby and Bobby um Bobby sorry um Sadio and, and yeah. Mo to, to to do what they do and have done for a couple of years and I think it's 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 a case of that we've kept them together for so long so people are kind of going well when's it going to change and then you like you watching Monday Night Footy yeah. and Carragher's going well. Look at all the trios over there all the years. They'd only stayed together three years, and I think this is their fourth now. So it's, I understand yeah. it's getting to the point now where it's like Jota's come in and it's he's, he's freshened it up definitely. But when's the when's it going to be broken? That I think that everyone's waiting for that moment where that three's yeah. broken, and it's obviously inevitable, inevitably going to happen. Maybe next year. I don't think it happens happens this year, and we need to be prepare for that and getting someone in maybe like a big player to maybe if if whoever leaves out of them three or hopefully not hopefully not Salah I'm open Salah isn't the first one out of the door of those three but if the other any of the other two did leave then we do need 
definitely the big names come in and, and fill that for yeah, And immediately, definitely. unless Hotter Jota does take that, and then we get maybe another Jota type in to take the Jota place while when Jota's taken over from someone else, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, and one of the things that uh, I think, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that more when we do the, the, the next transfer show, um, because I'm sure there'll be a few more names linked. You know, there's been talk of the Saul deal being done, um, which I heard this week from a number of reports. Um, so, again, that, that'd be a nice little option stuff, but I don't want to talk about it too much because otherwise I'll just wind myself up and I might wind people up watching because, again, I'd, it's like the old Rafa chant, in it? We don't want to talk about players that aren't in that club. Uh, I just don't <laughs> want to get myself stressed out, that's all. But the big, big, big fucking news about yesterday, mate, the big man, he was back. He was. And not just Verge, obviously, Gomez as well. How nice was it? Just to, that image of them both on that sideline was just fucking tremendous. Yeah, it was boss. I mean, um, Klopp said that it was just going to be Van Dijk. So the fact that it was them both and they both shared the journey being injured and coming back together and then coming back onto the pitch together for the exact same amount of time, that was just like just felt satisfying to me that they both and they shared a little hug before they came on and I'm sure everyone was watching it going this is boss this is what we've needed for so long obviously Van Dijk mm-hmm. out since October and Gomez I think was it November or December something like that so a long a long yeah. long time and we've missed them both fucking very dearly very dearly especially after Matt got injured as well but um, somehow we managed to go there but those two are just they're so influential even I mean, Ox done a, an interview. You're joking, are you? The fucker came on and we can see the goal. Fucking shit. <laughs> Get the fucking FSG guns out. Uh, <laughs> nah, it was even Ox done an interview, didn't he? Saying, like, having them back, it's it's not even just what they bring on the field, it's having them in the dressing room and knowing that they're available. Obviously, when, they're, when they've been injured, they're still an influence on dressing room, but having them, like, integrated into the actual squad, that is, like, worth its weight in gold because they're just... Van Dijk, especially, is just the... It's just the presence, and it's it's a it's the presence that has brought about the change in, in us winning trophies, and he's one of the main players that's allowed us to do that. So having him back in there, I'm not saying it's going to change back overnight because there's going to be a few teething problems. Definitely, I think even Paul Gore said that he doesn't think he'll be starting games until mid September. So those first few games, we might not see him starting games. So we have to be prepared for that. We have to be patient with him, and, and same with Gomez as well. So. Um, mm. I'm just hoping that it goes smoothly and we can and we can see him back fucking dominating again because he's he is he is the best in the world for the reason, isn't he? Yeah, um, but again, like uh, like moving unit said, uh, Van Dijk is apparently finished. If you if you missed it, plenty of rival fans are our meaningless preseason friendly. They certainly did. Um, all eyes on Van Dijk when he's coming back, and the first little hiccup that he'll have, it'll be it'll be picked on straight away. But I think. Um, what Dan said, uh, I'm still buzzed about Van Dijk and Gomez. So great that they're both getting back on the pitch. Be a few months before they get back to their level, but they'll definitely get that. Yeah, and that's that's so key, isn't it? Which is why um, it's it's so important to give them these minutes as, as often as you can um, without without little without any risk really. Um, so you can get them fit and ready to go um, for the start of the season, or you know, within within the first at least the first quarter of the season. Um, and uh, Yash is there. I said, I love to see the the big man back as well. Which brings us on to one of the comments uh, that Yash said earlier. Because um, I, I, Yash, I didn't miss the comment, mate. I knew what you'd said. I was just waiting until we spoke spoke about the Verge stuff. Uh, back line for the opening game. Now, obviously, the, the the back line just picks itself in three of the positions. 
Um, but it's obviously the two centre-halves um, that you're looking at, mate. So, uh, who do you go with for the start of the season, mate? While he's asked that question. We're not playing Simicast left-back now? No, I'm missing. Um... No, we're going to play uh, Kavama at left-back. <laughs> <random one. laughs> Paddy Berger left-back. He'd still fucking do a job now, wouldn't he? That absolute beast. But, um, yeah, I think... <sighs> I don't know. I want to see Van Dijk back, but I, I just think, it, like I said, it's gonna. It, we need to be a bit patient, and I think Canate and Matip is the most sensible, like, isn't it? Yeah. It's the most sensible, and let's be honest, they're still that as a parent is still fucking boss. They're both, yes. both massive. They're both quick. They're both good on the ball, and fucking hell, yeah. I mean, obviously Canate being in the squad quite early. Obviously, we got him in quite quick. Is is the best thing as well because he, he's he's had. Matip, Gomez and Van Dijk all in training with him as well so we can get used to their their quirks and and which side he wants to play and whatever else get used to get used to playing with them and obviously he's played alongside Matip a few times now so just building that up over the next coming weeks can um, set us and um, put us in good stuff for um, Norwich in, in 15 days time because it's going to it's going to fly by before we know it we play in Norwich and we need to be uh, need to be ready for that so I think yeah Canate and Matip's the is the easy choice. I mean, if Van Dijk started or Gomez, then we'd be like, fucking hell, this is a bit mad. But I think yeah, I'd be surprised. Uh, be surprised I you? would be. I'd be surprised, mate. I think, um, you know, when we look at Canate, um, there was, ch- you know, I- I'm glad we've got him in now. Um, and I know there was talk about Canate coming in in, in in January, but Leipzig just didn't want to sell and the price wasn't right. So we didn't panic and get in another uh, massive centre half, with big money wise, we, we we played it clever because Klopp knew he'd, he'd get him in the summer. Same with Van Dijk, uh, when we signed him, we couldn't get him in the summer, so we got him in January. You know, the, the, very clever what they do, and I think getting him ready now because he's played quite a bit in pre season, getting him ready now for, and I, I do think that is the smart. You said you the word the word you used was sensible, and I, and that is the sensible option. You know, you, you're playing away to Norwich, you'll be buzzing to get back in the Premier League again. Um, I definitely think it's uh, it's Matip and, and Kanate, as long as Matip stays fit. <laughs> well, that's that is it. Like we obviously we, we've it's mentioned so many players, haven't we? We've mentioned so many that you kind of go and if they stay fit, and that 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 is the general worry about quite a few of our players, and that's why we are, like we said throughout this whole forty minutes, we we need those extra bodies just so we can, if need be, change a few players around and and have that strength and depth a little bit more because like Matip, Cater, Ox, Simicast, there's quite a few players and probably more that we, we, we're like, we know they're good, but we need to make sure they're fit. So it's tricky trying to get that fine balance, isn't it, bet- between those. But Chris has just co- put a comment in as well about um, Kelleher in for uh, Ali, or, or is he back for the opener? I think their three weeks off ends next week. So And same for um, Henderson as well. So I think they'll be back next week. So it times be- it times right. It does time it right. It does time um, right. Obviously, if they come back, say next Tuesday, they've then got what, like a week and a time. half, a week and a half to get themselves in into well back integrated. Like they're not. It's not like they're a new sign and they're going to come back in. They're going to obviously the more time they can spend with Canate. If Canate does start, the better because that, like I said, getting yeah. used to quirks and whatever else to. To get to get that little relationship building as early as possible is better. Like obviously, like the Van Dyke incident yesterday, where he fell over and whatever else, it's better it happened there than it happened in what in like the fourth game of the season or whatever. And we're like, oh fucking hell, why is it happening now? We'd rather get the get the shit out the way now. 
where yeah. it's this is the best time for it. So um yeah. It's true. Um well if you if you look at it coming up now, obviously they've got the, the, the two games uh on the same night against Bologna. Um, you know, that's on the fifth of August. You've got a game at three and then a game at five. Uh, there'll be two 60 minute games. Um, and then obviously then you've got the back to back games against uh, Athletic Club and then Osasuna on the eighth yeah. of night. So there's plenty of time for people to um to to get used to, to the way we want to play. And I think that'll yeah. give us enough time for Ali to come back because you don't no disrespect to Kelleher, you don't want to start the season with Keller in goal. You you want to start it with Alison to to keep the, the, the your, your first choice eleven together as much as you can, you don't want any disruptions, and and, and the last thing he needs is is any more any more dis- distractions as well. Just on the word on the friendlies as well. If anybody's going to the friendlies, please make sure you're downloading uh, your 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 NFC passes yeah, uh, yeah. to your phone. Otherwise, you, the, the, your members cards won't work, and there'll be no paper tickets either. So make sure you're doing the NFC pass. It's dead easy to get it on there. Um, we we've done it for our for our tickets for the season. So just if you go if you are going in friendlies, make sure you've got your, your NFC passes. But you know, enjoy it because it's fans back at Anfield, and I'm sure the fucking noise will be in fucking credible. Um, what else have we got in the comments? Aunt Dicko, uh, brilliant news. Notice we heard nothing. Hopefully, we're doing the same with incomings. Yeah, exactly, mate. I think that's a, that's a, that's a good way to uh, to sum it up. Chris said, "Do you see a change of formation this season?" Klopp says, "I've always wanted to be unpredictable." It's a good point that. Um, I mean, we could touch on that for a good 25 minutes, mate, really. Couldn't we? Don't know why I said 25 minutes. That's quite specific. I could have said half an hour or I could have said 15. I decided to say 25 minutes. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier about getting a number nine in. Maybe you change the way you're playing Yeah, uh, being a number nine. So, I, I, Klopp does need to do something different to be, to be unpredictable. Um, but I'm sure he's got something up his sleeve, definitely. Um, City in cheat mode if they get Grealish and Kane. Yeah, it's it's a bit depressing in it from one side of the fence where the signing players of Kane and Grealish that's going to cost the best part of two hundred million plus probably. I think that um, when the lying little bastard said what six seven months ago we can't afford it, we knew that was a bloody Pinocchio tale anyway. So yeah, yeah but at the end of the, at the end of the day, um, City have been doing this for years. Prices are just going up. They've been doing it for years, and we've coped with it since the, the way we've built our squad, always remember that they are getting those types of players. The team has to work together though. We will still do our job and we've done our job very, very well to compete with the likes of City and stuff, which is why I've, I've got faith in this squad, but also as obviously we do still need those, those extra couple of people. But very quickly, mate, on, on, on the Grealish and Kane stuff, go on, if you can be asked. Um, yeah, I think obviously it's it's like the Man United thing where you're looking across over your shoulder going, are they doing good business, business there? But you've also, like you said, you've got to have faith in what Klopp's doing. Obviously, Guardiola has got has got a boss squad and he's built it well, but he's got the he's got the finances as well. So you can, it is literally like Ant says there. It's it is like footy manager. You just go, yeah, who's who's doing Bosch, Grealish, and Kay and yeah, where's Sambo for them? Two hundred mil. There you go, lad. Sound after half that and give us your best players and whatever. But it's like you said, it's got to you've got to fit them into that squad. And I don't know if, uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say that like Grealish and Kane won't be great for them because obviously the world are both good enough players, and you can't think anything but that. But I just don't know if. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're both the best fit. I don't, I don't know if it's just the case of them going with the best two, one, two of the best players in the league um, last year that done really well. C- can we just sign them and just see how we fit them in? Whereas the Klopp way is kind of 
identify a player, know that where he's going to be, know what, know exactly what he's going to be doing. Um, very, very yeah. targeted in, in that regard. Whereas I think theirs is more like throw a blanket over and go, go ahead, we'll take whatever comes through this net, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, it's just a different way of operating, and it, and it is frustrating. I understand the frustration for, for Liverpool fans on Twitter and on social media and whatever. I understand the frustration because I have it as well. Where like, like. Yeah. United San Sancho. Oh fucking hell, we would have been good if we were the San Sancho. Imagine Sancho under Klopp and like just all those like conversations that you could be having, like seeing Sancho and Liverpool kit would be boss and whatever else. But it's just you've got to put throw your business hat on and just think that it, obviously it's not going to happen with FSG in charge. And I'm not saying I don't want FSG in charge because obviously they delivered us via Klopp a lot of trophies and whatever, but. It's not the it's not the way they, they do business and conduct business, and I, I don't think I don't think Klopp really is the way is that's the way he does business. And I mean, he's been at clubs like, like I've said probably hundreds of times, like Dortmund, where he signed the likes of Lewandowski and Subotic and Hummels and Piszczek and players like that. Where you go, who the fuck are they? And he signs them for buttons and makes them into the players they are. And I think he he enjoys that part of the of footy. He enjoys making seeing a player that maybe. Other play, other teams have looked at and go, nah, I don't think I don't think he's good enough. And he he picks them out and goes, yeah, I can I can I can chisel away at this and turn and turn this fella into a diamond. And he's so good at that. So yeah, on, I, mate. I, I don't want to be like proper cliche and just be like trust the process, but yeah, trust the process and just yep, and just see, and just see what happens. Because I mean, we're gonna be inv- we're gonna be obviously involved in a lot of conversations with a lot of players. You just need to. Just sit back and relax. Like anything you read, just go. Yeah, it's 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 good we're being linked with this player, but is it actually going to happen? Is it going to be? Is yeah. it going to happen when you're seeing like fucking links with Kiesa for eighty million, and like players like that? Maybe they might throw the rule book out the window at some point. FSG and Klopp and go right. Like like I said earlier, where if we get rid of a Mane or a, a Bobby or a Salah, God forbid, if we do do that, they, they'll they'll have to just go like Coutinho. They got rid of Coutinho, they signed Van Dijk and Allison. They went right back, straight back in, bang, goalkeeper and centre half. That's what we need. If that happens with a with a bigger player, maybe next year, then they're gonna have to do the same. They're gonna have to literally throw that cash straight back in and get another player straight back in who's who's as good as who or who can be good as in in a year's time. <laughs> I, 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 I was like talking for fifty minutes there, fucking hell. I want that to happen. I want someone to make moving unit. Lee, if you're still in the comments, mate, make this fucking t shirt for him. Needed to mix phase on trust the process. Yeah. Absolutely. Need that. Like this, I don't want to get clipped and called a fucking top red just for like being like middle of the road and like just not being like Mbappe or you've stood all fucking dead. Do you know what I mean? I like I just Oh Carl, fucking spot on. Oh uh, no, I don't want that. Like, I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, you are, yeah. Uh do you know what? I should edit the video, well, the movie I made, Carl, of us going the match and shove that bit in of, of Mick, shouldn't I? Uh, for the rest of the Meisters, yeah. we should definitely do that. Just and Lee, like is... a really like loud echo, like trust the process. Like yeah, that. yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and Lee still is saying he's here. So yeah, just just gonna throw it out there, Lee. Could be the, a shitty little t-shirt. Don't make it amazing like your, your normal creations you make. Speaking of which, yeah, where's yeah. that fucking where's that tape yeah, fucking yeah. t-shirt, Lee? I want that tape t-shirt. Hurry up! I'm dying for it. Uh, Carl says Soz mate it's quite funny that uh, right so we've done nearly an hour there and the comments have been fucking brilliant tonight and yeah we have seen that mate we're going to talk about it on the show next uh, early next week because I do believe that stuff's going to carry on over the weekend Barcelona Juventus and Madrid are still talking about it as long as we don't fucking jump in the back of that couldn't give a flying fuck mate but yeah they're idiots aren't they mate 
Uh, Mick, what have you got coming up on the on the podcast? Um, so oh, wait, sorry, I did forget one thing. A moving unit has just said the exact same thing. Um, because I was just about to stop you. Congratulations, by the yeah, way, mate. Yeah, congrats. you know that was absolutely fantastic news. For, for I'm sure loads of people in the comments know uh, about uh, Gamerborn, the website, and moving it and the work that he does. Uh, and it, it has been quiet a lot recently because he's just had a baby, mate. I'm just, uh, you know, massive, massive congratulations to you and the family. Um, and yeah, fair play, mate. Um, but yeah, don't bother making the uh, the t-shirt. It's that's more important. That's more important. But yeah, uh, great to see that the the siblings are bonding already, mate. So so fair play, mate. And uh, yeah. Um, but awesome. yeah, still no fu- still no fucking excuse. Get that tape fucking one sort. You've been fucking on it for too long, yeah. We've all had babies, mate. For fuck's sake, but no. Congrats, congratulations, mate. All the best to to you. Um, go on, mate. Carry on. What have you got coming on on, on the the show next week? Um, so we've got a little Rossi boy from Redmen on <sighs> Tuesday. I know you. I know you fucking hate him, but but we. we, we Got that deal where we need a, at least one person from Redmond, Redmen on every every year. So there you go. There's your little quota. Ross is coming on on Tuesday. Um, yeah, so that'll be a nice little chat with Ross. Have a little chat about the season upcoming. Um, preseason Craig. press episode three. Still working on that, but that should be. I'm trying to do one a week until the season. So I'll probably get to episode four and then swerve it till next year. Yeah. Preseason press episode <laughs> yeah. one again. I just go, yeah. New, new show, lads. New show. Yeah. Um, I've got famous fans episode four is is boxed off. I mean, it's not boxed off. I haven't done the interview, but it, the name is the the person has agreed, and that will be um, yeah next month. I think it's it's good. Yeah, next next maybe cool. next four to six weeks. Uh, that Ant, I was just putting there. Get Callum Smith on. Working on it, Ant. Don't worry. Working on it. Been speaking to Paul Smith about it, so that might be. I mean, it might not be episode five, but it might be six or seven. Do you know what I mean? So we're working on that one. So yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. I've got a got a few in the works. Um, but um, over to oh, <laughs> mixed cliche would be a good compilation. Am yeah. I that? Am I that much of a cliche? Am I a walking cliche? I don't know, but what I'll do, I'll pay someone twenty quid to go back on our videos and just clip. And make a little montage. If anybody wants to do it, I'll give you twenty quid for doing it. Um, yeah, I, think so... Tim, I think Tim's got obviously with his. It is what it is. He's just like he, he loves that. I think that's a cliche. It is what it is. Is it? it? I don't know. Is I it? Is know. it not? I don't know. Co- probably not. Knowing Carl, he'll fucking remember him by the, by the time we see him at the at the game. He'll probably remember him. Uh, but yeah, so the stuff that we got coming on the show soon. Um, obviously, I've been banging on about this for quite a while now. Uh, the story of the crew. Uh, is coming very, very soon. Uh, I had planned on having it out before the season started. Um, the bad news is I don't think it will be ready. And the good news of the reason why uh, is because it has just got so much bigger than I originally planned of telling the story of how the accrued stuff got made. Uh, it's just blown up into something a lot bigger than I thought it would be, which is great. Don't get me wrong. And the, the names that we've got on it are, are, are fantastic. Uh, and the story is is great. I know I bang on about the accrue kit quite a bit. Um, so obviously I'm probably doing this for selfish reasons. But when you see the tales from the people that we've got, it's it, it's really good and really, really interesting. And uh, again, one of the reasons why the kit is so unique. So yeah, really, really happy uh, with the way uh, things are happening so far. Um, so really looking forward to that. Um, we've got our next ex-player interview lined up. Uh, that's going to be conducted ne- next week. 
um, and then we'll get that out as soon as possible with that as well. Once once I finish editing that, uh, yeah, really can't can't wait for that. I'm taking the day off work for it just because it starts happening next week. So looking forward to that. Um, and then to say I am excited about that one is an understatement. <laughs> Let's just leave yeah, it at that. Because, let's just leave it. Yeah. Let's just leave. Let's just leave that one at that, mate. Um, and yeah, obviously, before everyone wants episode two of Copyright Origins, if you haven't seen episode one of Copyright Origins yet with Patrick Berger uh, documentary, it's live now on on the YouTube channel. It needs to get over a thousand views before I say what new episode two is. Um, we're getting close. We're nine hundred and thirty odd at the minute. So if you've seen it, share it with your mates so you can get the, the views up, and I will reveal who episode two is, and that is uh, in production right now. It's nearly finished. Uh, a couple more tweaks to do uh, for it, but yeah, looking forward to that. So yeah, it's a lot of good stuff coming up, really. We're, we're doing all right at the minute. And again, once again, thank you very much to everybody in the comments who's watched us uh, today, uh, constantly supporting us as well. You know, we made up that we got over that, that thousand subscribers. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, we just, just keep liking and, and sharing our stuff. And Dick always spoiled it. It is. It's Christian Poulsen. You bastard. Why the fuck did you spoil it? How the fuck Not did it. you get that? How did Fucking you get hell. that? I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> but Yash, just put a comment there. One day Stevie G is going to be in, on this podcast. Yash, I fucking... Well, that'll be a... Uh... That'd be mixed fucking wet dream. That he'd love. That. I would retire. I, I, I mean, I do the interview and ha- interview and happily die straight away. That, that's that's how convinced I am. If, if you wouldn't I, do it, I, you'd I just think. be sat there with your mouth open going. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that would be that would yeah. be unbelievable. Paul Kincheski. Well, to be fair, mate, he's here. <laughs> shit is left back ever uh, yeah. yes again thank you very much so we, we are going to reveal that stuff we are very very busy over the next couple of weeks can't wait to share all this stuff with you uh, and yeah just keep liking and sharing our stuff guys we really, really appreciate because the more you guys do that the more it gives us the, the kick up the ass to create different stuff and we want to be quite different compared to what other channels are doing we don't want to just do the same stuff all the time which is why we're doing these uh, different bits and pieces but we really really appreciate it right it's half past six on a Friday mate let's let these people go and have a beer Enjoy their fucking weekend. We will as well. We love you all to pieces. And yeah, go on, Mick, say say your cliche famous line. (laughs) I was going to say, make sure you like the video. I was going to say. Yeah, they'll do that anyway. They'll do that anyway. I know. I want to tell them to like it because, I I mean, this is a cliche. Maybe asking some people. There we go. It's a cliche to ask someone to like a YouTube video. I'm fucking there already. Ba-boom. Yeah, and if you haven't subscribed... Then, then do that, do that, and share it as well. The video. I mean, obviously, we've been chatting a load of load of different shit here, so so I might t- turn it on. Go, who are these fucking little cunts chatting shit? Are FSG and whatever. You, what, what, what kind of creed? What have they got to say about it? But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see you um, very, very soon. Not next time. No. We'll see you, very oh. we'll see you next oh, time. You've changed it, bastard. <laughs>